Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. We say hi, good morning. Week six, college football. Hope you're doing well. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Must be Red River, because Michael Lombardi, as we head to Borgata, I see a bunch of Texas jerseys behind me at the book already this morning. You know what? People oh, are just getting boy. hammered, getting ready for the big matchup in Dallas. So, again. You gotta love your Red River. I mean, you know, who's you gotta fight for that Red River, right? Don't you, you think? You, huh? you have to fight for it. We'll get into the matchup coming up in just a bit. But first off, good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful. Patrick, how are you? Good morning to you, too. Everything good? Everything is tremendous. What was on the playlist? What was on the drive? What were you listening to on the drive to the Borgata this morning? Well, we had a little bit of the East Street Radio going. We had a Bruce concert, uh, you know, early on. I don't really like the concerts when they're in the early, when the 70s, early 80s. There's just not enough, as Jack Nicholson would say, not enough repertoire on this stuff. But we had that, a little phone call, got, got some things worked out, a little Stevie Van Zandt book. So we did it all. Not that long of a drive. We got a lot done, though, on the way over. All right, give me the juice. Give me the dirt. Who were you talking? <laughs> I know the phone call had something to do with Deshaun Watson to Miami. One of these days, <laughs> you are going to – because Michael, what people have to understand is Michael knows – so much more than he even let, leads on. So there's information in that nugget you're looking at right now that he won't provide. And one day I'm going to get the story about Deshaun Watson to Miami. And when it happens, you you're going to look at the camera and you're going to go, geez, I can't believe that happened. I know. Like CJ Henderson got traded to the Panthers. I never saw that one coming. I mean, geez, that was a shocker. Hey, but look, I mean, it, something's going to break here soon, sooner rather than later. I think, you know, I think these teams look, the, 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 we, we passed over the biggest story of the day. I mean, Russell Wilson, four to eight weeks. You know, that's that now, as John Madden said, the quarterback's the great deodorant for your team. Now we're going to find out about how valuable Jamal Adams is for Seattle. We're going to find out about how good is Seattle. How good are, are they? And all the leverage that our Russell Wilson will have going into the offseason is going to get played out over these next four to eight weeks. And as betters, you know, we don't have to fear Russ and laying three on the road, right? We're going to be all over that Seattle. Okay, they're not very good. They got Geno. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I think it's going to. I think that's going to be. It's. It's opened up a team that we're no longer fearful of, and I think that's important. Yeah. What is he out six weeks here with the with the surgery? Four to six. I mean, you know. I mean, look. Like I said yesterday on the show, you don't you don't sprain a finger. You know, there's this. 
That's the, that's not, you know, you sprain an ankle, you don't sprain a finger. There's something torn, and it depends if you had surgery. And, you know, that's your the feeling that you have to have, and the finger's got to come back, and you've got to be able to throw the ball with touch and all those things, and it's hard. It's really challenging. The place is starting to get crowded in here. I think everybody wants to be in touch with the Red River today. We're yeah. starting to get people coming in here. It's nice. Well, they heard you sh- you showed up, so they showed up. Yeah, the Seahawks 2-3. Yeah, I mean, and three. Uh, bad, all three levels on defense, can't block anybody. Carson's out as well. Rashad Penny's out as well. And now, ultimately, you mentioned the deodorant that is Russell Wilson covering up for a lot of foibles for that Seahawks team. He's going to be out four to six weeks. That's huge. They head next week, Sunday night, to Pittsburgh. So we shall see. With your boy Geno, Geno Smith clocking checks in the NFL. I love that. My man, Gino, I love it. I actually thought Gino played really good the other day. Give him credit, right? Comes in cold off the bench, made a couple plays. I think the receiver slipped or else I don't think that he wasn't going to throw that ball that badly to that guy. So, I mean, the receiver slipped coming out of the break, and, and it was a bad play. But, I mean, look, he, he brought him back, let him down there, got him that field goal, brought him in. The defense made a stop. They had their chances. I mean, you know, they had their chances in that game. There's no doubt. They certainly did, Michael. Now, we have a huge board here, week six, college football. We do. You know, Penn God, State, can Iowa. Can it kick off any better? Can it kick off any better than Ole Miss and Arkansas? I mean, seriously, is that like, <laughs> b- besides the Red River, we got some really good ones, don't we? We do. I was going to say a top five matchup. It's a top four matchup in the Big Ten, Iowa City. Penn State four, Iowa three. Two of the best defenses, not just in the Big Ten. Definitely the two best in the Big Ten. Two of the best in the country. I mean, as far as points per, they're second and third, respectively. The only team better in the country is Georgia, who gives up four and a half points a game. They're going to head to the Plains and Jordan-Hare and Auburn today. But let's start with Penn State-Iowa. I, yeah. find this, I find this matchup to be fascinating uh, because of the defense. You see a total, a low total of 41 yeah. right now, Michael. Open three with Iowa laying it. Actually, Penn State bet a little bit here down to two. Well, I, you know, look, Iowa is sensational defensively. Iowa is the best, one of the best defenses in the country. And when you break down Iowa, they've only given up more than 20 points once, and it was against Iowa State. I mean, they are hard to score on. If we thought Penn State struggled to score against a Wisconsin defense on the road, right, on the road, they struggled. I mean, that was a game, and Wisconsin turned the ball over in the red zone. Remember that game going back early in the mm-hmm. season now? This is a little bit of a different ball game here. I think this will be a more challenging defensive atmosphere. You know, going into that stadium is not an easy place to play. And this defense is really tough. But Penn State's defense is the second best in the conference. They're the second best in the nation to Iowa. This is a defensive struggle that we have written all over it. And I think it's going to come down to which is the better offense. And I think that's why people are betting Penn State. You know, it's interesting with Penn State. There's a love-hate with Sean Clifford, the quarterback, who's been more competent, been more consistent this year, just three picks, and really only one of those his fault. But this will be the best secondary he faces all season. I was loaded defensively. And, you know, it's fascinating the kind of juxtaposition with Iowa defensively than offensively. They have the least productive offense in the Big Ten. What they do is they capitalize. They don't turn the football over. And when they get the ball, they take advantage of those chances. Petrus is not an explosive quarterback. Uh, but, you know, Goodson's a very good running back and a good coach. Uh, this is this is going to be – this is like the biggest game in Iowa City since like 85. I mean, this is insane yeah. tonight. I know it's going to be great, isn't it? It's going to be incredible. And look, you know, I made a mistake. They only gave up 17 to Iowa State. That's the most points they've allowed all season. Yeah, they're allowing 11.2 per. Right? And, And their offense is actually ranked higher than Penn State's offense. In relative scoring, they're 15th in the nation. In scoring offense, they're 43rd. In relative offense, now that's where they the numbers show up. In terms of total offense, they're sure. 106. So, I mean, I think this is where where they are. But I mean, look, they've beaten the teams. I mean, they just go into Maryland and destroy them. You know, now look, Indiana was supposed to be a challenge until your guy, your man, just decided he was going to turn the oh, ball you're, over. Well, Pe- don't talk about Penix Jr. on this show. No offense, Michael, but that is <laughs> that is disrespectful to life. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I look, I think it's a defensive struggle, and you got it. Like I like Iowa at home here today. I do. I like Iowa because I think they're playing home. The defense is going to rally. It's going to be a tough challenge. Clifford on the road. I think this is going to be. Penn State's got tremendous skill. There's no doubt. There's no doubt, but can they really make plays against this really great Iowa defense? I, I'm I'm not sure about that. Yeah, he can spread the ball around Dotson and Washington, and 
the tight end, Strange and Johnson. You know, Franklin's done a hell of a job recruiting there. This is a big spot for both. This is a huge spot for both Penn State and Iowa, just big picture-wise, both eyeing a college football playoff berth, obviously, and you yeah. know, this is just, it's I think massive. It, I, I think it takes them into are they good enough to, you know, we have we have levels of college football, right? And, you know, Cincinnati proved that they weren't going to have a letdown, that they just, I mean, they. how about that game last night? It's 17-7 to 7 at the half. Yes. And, 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 and you think, okay, the under's going to come in and you're going to be good with the 30, 30 points. Yes. And neither of that proved to be true. I mean, because Cincinnati just started making explosive plays. And they kind of kept saying to themselves, okay, we're, a dom- we're getting to that other level. They're not at the, Auburn, Georgia, they're not at the Alabama-Georgia level, but there's certain levels that you're getting to. And I think this is a game where the winner of this game will not get to the, to the Alabama-Georgia level, but they'll get to the closer level up there. You know, it'll be interesting if Penn State wins this game in Iowa City post game. Will Franklin have his boogie board and his goggles on as far as USC? He wants that USC job so bad. He's I mean, he's headed to the coast. So this would be huge, though, if Penn State picks up a win in Iowa and friends who, who I know you respect a lot, you know, just kind of consistently just been plugging away. And here he comes. And this is a big, huge spot. So, again, right now the number's two. couple books, two and a half. Open three. Are you surprised to see it dip below that three? Yeah, I am a little bit, to be honest with you. I think the home team gets the favorite, and I think there's no doubt that at Kinnick Stadium, it is a home crowd. I mean, it is a oh, home it's crowd. Gonna it's going to be I agree. It's going to be electrifying tonight in Iowa City. And, and so, yeah, I am a little bit surprised, particularly when you look at Penn State. I mean, look, when you break Penn State down, that Auburn game was close, right? I mean, that Auburn game, Bo Nix struggled to throw the ball in that game. They won 28-20 to at home. That was the whiteout. The 16-10 the to 10 against Wisconsin, I mean, we, we saw what Michigan did to Wisconsin in that game. So I'm a little bit surprised. I don't know if Penn State's as good as we think they are, especially offensively. I think we're going to find out today. But, look, they have weapons. Dotson, this is a great player, and I think he can get the ball to him. But I think this Iowa defense is really good playing at home. You know, it's interesting. You see the total of 41, so it's the first to 20. Remember last year in Happy Valley, Iowa went there and pummeled Penn State 41-21. So that's 62 points. You're seeing that now, so the posted total of 41. So it'll be, the, it'll be a rush to 20. Whoever gets there wins the ball game here. No doubt. No doubt. And, you know, and the one thing about Iowa, they're going to, you know, even though typically, you know, we would think that they they run the ball, their run pass balance, their 51-49 run pass balance in the game, you know, and they average 8.83 yards per pass attempt. And the one thing Iowa does a great job of, and let's not minimize this at all, Patrick, is they protect the football. I yes. mean, they don't, they don't lose games. They don't lose games because they turn the ball over. They understand who they are better than anybody, and I think that gives you a great advantage. Oh, you nailed it. Bet MGM, you can nail it too. Get over there. If you bring your state-issued ID to any casino here, MGM property in Vegas, you're going to be ready to bet within minutes. Go to betmgm.com, download the BetMGM app, and you're ready to go. I love the interface in-game betting, which we'll be doing tomorrow on the show with the Jets. Uh, in London we're to take on the Falcons. Yes, we are. We're going in game. And next, we're going to Dallas for the Red River rivalry. This is this is Sarkeesian's first shot. We'll set up the number and get Michael's take next here. Lombardi line. Remember, you missed anything. It's at VEASAN Live and Lombardi NFL on Twitter. We're back on a Saturday. Week six, college football. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds. It was shocking. I have to know. What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. 
OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, you can score big at the track with Eddie O. Eddie Olchek's hat trick. His top three horse racing picks every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for races at Santa Anita, the great race place. Just check it out right now. First bet, you can go to vsen.com slash horses. Use the bonus code Vegas1000 for a deposit match as soon as you get there, 10 bucks, and then up to a thousand dollar deposit match as well. You got to use the code Vegas 1000 Eddie O. That's our guy. As we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line week six college football. Hope you're doing well. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. We mentioned Red River today. Cotton Bowl in Dallas. A ton of Texas jerseys behind me as we bring in Michael Lombardi. First off the vibe there. You said it's starting to get busy at the Borgata. Yeah, we got a little vibe going on here. I think we'll get to some of those Red River. I think this is going to be, it's can't wait to talk to our man, Carl Johnson, to, to really get the, the lowdown on the old Miss action in, in, in Biloxi, Mississippi, and see what he's got cooking uh, down there with uh, Arkansas. Big game at 12 o'clock. I mean, there's some really good games at 12. Very you better good. have your remote in hand, Patrick. Yes, sir. You better have your remote in hand. I know you're going to go walk Jeezy after the show, but I <laughs> mean, you. you're going to have to have your remote in hand. Priorities. Priorities. I know. Uh, okay, so let's get to this. I mentioned Sarkis. Louisiana's first shot here, Oklahoma sixth ranked. They're riding what a 13 game win streak, but it's been ugly. I mean, they haven't covered. They, they're one and four ATS this year as they're five yeah. and zero oh on the year. Texas, the loss, as you just mentioned, Arkansas, the one loss on the record. They're four and one straight up. They're four and one ATS. And they come into this matchup. I'll set the number up for you and let you run with it, Michael. And Carl Johnson coming up in 14 minutes for those that are obsessed, which I know plenty of you are. <laughs> Oklahoma, Texas. Remember, this is Cotton Bowl in Dallas. Texas, Oklahoma open three and a half. It's been bet down to three. It's sitting three. A couple books have it three and a half, mostly threes. And you got a big total, no surprise, of 66. Remember, last year's was an epic shootout. Four overtimes. The Oklahoma win 53 to 45. You know, but this is a different Oklahoma team. I mean, they are a different team. Uh, I know they average 38 points a game, right? I understand all that. But their offense just doesn't seem to have clicked. I, I haven't seen their offense clicks that this year. And they don't seem to have the same, uh, you know, the same rhythm. And, and you know, we could talk about Spencer Rattler. I think we've d eliminated the Heisman talk here for him. But this offense isn't very, isn't as explosive. And actually, Texas is more explosive. They average 10, 10 yards per point. Oklahoma averages 11.2. That typically wasn't the case. And I think defensively, Oklahoma is a much better team. If Texas is ever going to beat Oklahoma, this is the year they're going to do it. This is the year they're going to do it. I mean, Texas is more explosive in the passing game. They average 13 yards per pass play. They're more explosive in terms of the running game. They average 5.86 of the run game. This is Texas's moment. I think they're the better team. And unless Rattler changes how he plays, unless things go differently – I think Texas has a great opportunity here to beat them. And because I think ultimately the, the, the Achilles heel is this Oklahoma offense, which has not been good all season. I mean, they just haven't done it. I mean, look, last week they struggled to beat Kansas State. 
you know, in, at Kansas, they always have a hard time going up there to Manhattan, Kansas. They always do. West Virginia game was a 16-13 game. I like, I think Texas, is, this is their moment. This is their opportunity. Yeah, you, and Michael Astutely has been down on Rattler uh, all along. And, you know, they kind of got going last week. You mentioned it against Kansas State, put up 37. Kennedy Brooks got off the running back. But the Texas, let's go to the Texas offense, which really, with the vet Casey Thompson under center, they've really started to gain some momentum. They have the best running back in the country, and Bijan Robinson, who had 216 and a couple of touchdowns last week against TCU. What's fascinating about this is how it's flipped with Oklahoma, Michael. You think about yeah. them offensively. Now, defensively. Right? This is the best yep. running back in the country against the Big 12's best rush defense in Oklahoma. This will be fascinating. Shocking. It really, it will really be. is I mean, shocking. This is, a, this is a really good, a really good Oklahoma, I mean, a Texas offense. I mean, they average over five, th- five yards a carry with B. John Robinson. I mean, they can throw the football effectively. They're good. They're sixth overall in the nation in, in scoring. I mean, you know, they can do some things that, that are, you know, look, they put 70 on Texas Tech. I know they put 58 on, on, but, you know, the struggle, I thought they would beat Arkansas, and Arkansas caught them at the right time. I thought the most imp- that Lafayette win opening game was an impressive win, 38-18 against them. This game, TCU, you know, this game to me, they, they struggled to beat TCU. It was a back and forth. Oh, Gary Patterson does a nice job defensively, but this is their moment. I think they're going to – I think they can move the ball. Even though Oklahoma's better on defense, I think they can move the ball in Oklahoma. Well, you said defense. This is not a good Texas defense. They're 106 in the country against the run. Maybe Kennedy Brooks can get off here. They are near the bottom of the Big 12. Is this a spot, Michael, for the Sooners to get right offensively? As they started to, it seems like there was a semblance of what we expected last week against Kansas State. Yeah, I mean, I just don't trust them offensively. I don't think they have a great passing game. I really don't. And, and you know, I, I think that when you watch Rattler play, I don't see him making the throws that typically everyone else in this offense, whether it's Hurt, whether it's Baker, whomever has been there, has made. And it just seems like their passing game isn't anywhere near as explosive as it once was. No, I, I would tend to agree. Now, again, open three and a half down to three. You have a lean here. I, it's, I, it sounds like I know which way you're going. And also, how about that total of 66? Again, there were, it was four overtimes, but there were 98 points scored in this matchup last year. I know, but that was all the overtimes. The game before was 34-27. The game before that was 39-27. Then we had a 48-45 game. So it seems like they're, they're, the years are. I, I suspect because of the running game of Texas that I would lean a little bit towards the under here. Okay, leaning under, and I know sounds like you're leaning Texas. Take the points, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Why not? Why no, not? Uh, I would... Have you ever been to the Red River Ferry? Have you ever been? It's, it's it's actually like the Texas State Ferry. You realize this, right? Yes, I know. I've never been. To, tell us about it. No, I've never been either. Oh, but, I, I mean, you it's, <laughs> no, no. I just know, you know, I just know it's the Texas State Fair, and it's, you know, it's a whole event. Uh, it's a day of things, and so it's incredible. And and it starts right. It's it's going on right now. I mean, it, there's going to be a lot of. Uh, they're not drinking Dr Pepper down there today. I can promise you that. Yeah, it's a lot of beef, as your boy James Bond <laughs> pointed out as well. And there, I mean, the State Fair. It sounds like to me the State Fair. When I walked in there, the State Fair was going on because there were a bunch of Texas jerseys and people were drinking early. So. Uh, yeah. Ready to go. They're getting lubricated. Wanted to uh, jump into, I, I know you got your eye on Arkansas, Mississippi. We'll save that for Carl Johnson, who's coming up in just a couple of minutes. Can't wait. H- how about Georgia Auburn? And I bring this up because first off, Georgia's yeah. they're allowing four and a half points a game. Now, if, if it's going to be Stetson Bennett or JT Daniels, we don't know. Bennett didn't have to do much last week in a route against Arkansas, but here comes Auburn, Auburn and your boy, Bo Nix off a huge win at LSU. Go Tigers. Of a big win at LSU, 24-19. Hey, does this does this prove what I've been saying about the, uh, the 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 sweater vest guy? Does this prove what I've been saying about Malzahn? I mean, seriously. I mean, all those Auburn people are giving me crap. I mean, here's Bo Nix. He looked like he was not even going to be a good player. And you finally get somebody that comes in there and knows how to throw the football. And the guy looks really good, right? Touchdown, I mean, no picks. Really good. No picks last week I mean, on the road. Yeah, they average 40 points a game. They're 12th in the nation in, in scoring offense. I mean, they're they're 16th in relative scoring offense. I mean, Auburn's, you know, look, they're, they're a good offensive team. They're not great defensively. But, I mean, that was a – but at least they now can have a quarterback that can function, you know. I still like Georgia. I think it's going to be hard for them to block them. I really do. Georgia's just too good up front. They're just too oh, good. It's ridiculous. too hard to get going. 
Kirby's done a, I mean, the recruiting, he's, you and I discussed it. I mean, you could put a fence up around the state of Georgia and win a national championship, and Kirby has kept everybody in state. By the way, this number, open 14, uh, it's been bet up to 15 and a half and a total of 47. So I'm seeing, I'm seeing a couple of, frankly, I'm seeing a couple of 14 and a halfs now. So maybe that's a, that's a big number. Uh, 15s popping up and a total of 47. And this is Jordan Hare, which is going to be electric as well. Oh, no. I mean, you know, it's going to be exciting to watch and, you know, to see if they could do something. But I think the other thing about Georgia is, you know, when you break them down, as much as we talk about how great they are defensively, their offense has been very effective. They've been played very good complementary offense. I mean, they're 31st in the nation in rushing, which is all they've got to do is not turn this thing over and let their defense just stay there. And I, and I think you've got to give them credit. I mean, look, they, they, beat, they, they really dominated the Arkansas game. I mean, that wasn't even close, Mm-mm. right? And they, and they can play a low-scoring game against Clemson. They only put 10 points against them. This will take every – they're going to need to make mistakes – if they don't cover the spread. That's how the only way, to me, Auburn Auburn can cover. And they can run the ball. I mean, Cook and Zamir White. I mean, listen, JT Daniels, the junior who transferred from USC, has missed two games this year. He's got a great arm. But they Stetson Bennett played last. He attempted 11 passes last week. I mean, they ran for, right. what was it? They ran for 273 yards against Arkansas, Georgia. I mean, this is the last challenge on the schedule, Patrick. This is the last challenge. Let me give it to you. They go Kentucky. They've got Kentucky at home. They got Missouri at home, right? They got though they got Florida, which we know that game's in Jacksonville. That'll be a challenge, okay? Then they go Missouri, Tennessee, Charleston Southern, and then Georgia Tech. I mean, so really, it's this in Florida. Yep. And then they're going to play Alabama in the in, in the tourney. And Florida's got two losses on the year. Lost last week, Kentucky. So here we go, Georgia. I mean, it's, it's Georgia's world. We're living in it with those recruits he's getting as well. Oh, Carl speaking, Johnson, here speaking he comes. Of, speaking of someone's world, world it, is. it is Carl Johnson's world. We're going to head to the Beau Rivage, Biloxi, Mississippi. Carl Johnson, old boy Carl Johnson, joins us next here on the Lombardi Line. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Hey, Brent, thank you. Start your VSEN free trial today. Get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24-7 video streaming. The biggest thing, you get the emails every day that Bill sends out. Some winners. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe. Betting splits with the money, ticket percentages on every game. Full access to vsin.com data and analysis. It's all 22 bucks a month. Go check it out. You can get a free trial right now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, we are efforting for Carl. What we're going to do is they gave me an option, Michael Lombardi. Carl Johnson, of course, runs the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi. They said, we can't get, we're having a hard time with the Skype so we can get him on the phone. I said, no, we'll push him back. We have to be able to see Carl Johnson. Is That's right? true. That's true. We need the presence. Yes, we yeah. do need his presence. <laughs> the whole, the, it, there's, it's the whole package. Uh, you miss, there's something lost in translation. You know, you can't, you got to get the whole package. <laughs> I didn't realize he tweeted a picture out this week that, that he was very, uh, you know, the, the whole BetMGM family has been so good to him. And he, there's a picture, I think all of them were at, he wasn't there, but everybody that was celebrating, of course, your man Vinny was over there at, at Michael's. They were all celebrating a dinner together, and, and the people at that dinner were instrumental in, in Carl's life. So uh, it was interesting to see that. I would love to see it. And by the way, I know this may or may not surprise you. When they were having technical issues, I heard in the background Carl go, I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got that. Yeah. Uh, so that. Carl Johnson that. coming up. We'll get into the SEC in, in just a bit. How about Kentucky? How about Stoops? And we just mentioned yeah. SEC. How about LS, so LSU, Kentucky today? Kentucky's ranked and undefeated. Remember, last week they beat Florida. Josh is good. We're going to bring Josh in in just a second. But how about what Stoops has done kind of under the radar at Kentucky? Remember, Brooks was there forever and won some games. But Stoops, out of the Stoops brothers, he's If I walked around this bar with all these people in here today and said, is, what's Kentucky's record? I promise you I couldn't get anybody to say they're 5-0. and I promise you I couldn't get anybody to say they're 5-0. And, and, well, and they're laying it today yeah. with LSU in town. Uh, I know, I know. It's, it's and, wild. And to me, this is, I, I have a good friend who's an LSU alum, and I keep asking him, are they, are they going to get our boy? 
you know, are they going to get our boy? Oh, and, you know, because when the uh, coach, go Tigers. Because when the game starts, our boy doesn't, the game starts, that's when our boy doesn't do anything. He, he can't help. You know, he's the only head coach making $7 million a year that once they kick the ball off, he can't help the team. Yes. So, uh, I mean, so, I, and I think this is a huge, huge game here, Patrick. I think this is a big one for the, the Gotaga's future. I really do. LSU, Kentucky, open three. LSU getting better a little bit here. Home game for LSU. Yep. It's Kentucky. I mean, I, I, I like LSU in this game only because they're playing home, and I think this is this is Orgeron's real chance. He's going to have to prove that he can do something in this game. He's going to have to be able to find a way to win this game or else the they – no, I'm sorry, it's in Kentucky. The Blackbirds yes. will be focusing on him. Okay, so we are going to get Carl coming up in just a bit. Always the team player, Josh Applebaum, Market Insights, joins us now. D- Josh, first off, thank you for being on point and ready to go. You know, Carl Johnson, we have to have him. Just like we can see you, we have to be able to see Carl. First off, good morning, Josh. How are you? Good morning, Patrick. Good morning, Michael. And yeah, we need Carl on the video. I mean, we got to see his face. We got to see the whole the whole thing going there. But guys, before we dive into it, Michael, I know the game that you can't wait to watch. There's only one big game today. It's UConn and UMass. How about an 0-6 team against an 0-5 team? Don't, We've don't, seen some money don't ruin, on UConn. Don't ruin my bot. <laughs> don't ruin my bottom ten. That's my bottom ten pick. We got to go to we'll that. We got to cover later. that game. We'll, we'll save, save that for later. for later because I mean, how often do you get two teams to fighting out to be the worst team in football? I mean, let's be real honest. What I mean, a this disgusting is going to decide. Oh, it's the best of all time. I mean, those kids are playing. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's not going to get. I mean, give them some credit. Like somebody's going to feel good about themselves on a Saturday night, whether it's in stores or Amherst. I mean, come on now, Patrick. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Mr. Sunshine over there. You're right. Somebody has to win, I think is a good way of putting it. Josh, what do you got for us as we update this college football week six? Yeah, so big day today, guys. Obviously, a couple of teams to keep an eye out for. Number one is these unranked teams versus ranked teams. This is kind of a situation where we have a bunch of system matches today. If you look at these unranked teams versus ranked teams, and remember the public, uh, when they're betting college football, college basketball, that ranking, that little one-digit or two-digit number next to any team name, that has a big, uh, creates a lot of bias and a lot of influence in the market where people are just going to say, hey, give me that ranked team against that unranked team. They're better. They must win. They must cover. But actually buying low against these spots, has typically been a profitable play. You look at the last decade, it's almost 55% ATS. This year, unranked teams versus ranked teams, 41 and 35 ATS, 54%. So a couple uh, that caught my eye today, number one, uh, Rutgers. Rutgers is at home here against Michigan State. Michael, uh, we have Michigan State getting 84% of bets across the market. Really, really lopsided play. But actually, we had Michigan State. They opened around minus five. At one point, they got to minus five and a half. Then we've seen a lot of money come in here on Rutgers at home, plus five and a half plus five, plus four and a half. Now we've seen this line drop to four and a half. And who knows, guys, it might get down to four. A lot of these juice, uh, a lot of this juice movement here is maybe trending toward four. You look at this spot, these home dogs, unranked versus ranked, 15 and eight ATS, 65% this year. And Shiano, Michael, your buddy, when he's coming, uh, when he's a dog, almost in that Mike Tomlin spot, 25 and 16 against the spread, 61%. Then a couple more just to keep an eye on. Same situation with Nebraska today, guys. They're at home against Michigan. 82% of bets on Michigan, yet we're seeing this line move to Nebraska a bit. Open around Michigan, minus three, three and a half. It's mostly three and a half throughout the week. But these game day moves and really the last 24 hours, all movements been to Nebraska. You had a lot of uh, hook plus three and a half or even the plus three toward Nebraska. We see it falling down to three at this point. I think you're really leaning on this Nebraska offense. They've played better as of late, Michael. Uh, they're get, they're uh, scoring or they're averaging about 504 yards per game on offense. Another one would be Cuse at home in the Carrier Dome. That's another unranked versus ranked system match today. Uh, they actually were uh, plus seven pretty much all week. They've fallen to plus six. That's that conference dog unranked versus ranked. That's 20 and 13 ATS, 61% uh, so far this year. And the Cuse defense, they're only giving up 284 a game. Wake's giving up 390. Then the last one, guys, where we've seen a lot of money come in. This one's really interesting to me. Virginia Tech at home against Notre Dame. Notre Dame's ranked 14th. Everyone's saying, hey, you come off that loss last week to Cincy. You got to come back and roll here. Yet, we've seen Notre Dame open as a two-point favorite. Now this line is down to a pick. And you look at this uh, Virginia Tech defense, only giving up 15.3 points per game. So I think the theme today, guys, with our board today that you're seeing is really buying low on these unranked teams versus ranked teams, especially when we're seeing some money and line movement in their favor.
I'm with you on Rutgers. I, I gave that to James Bond today, to Stephen Bond. I like that as one of my picks. I'm going to take Rutgers in the points. I had it at, I think it was one time, it was six. I saw it at six. Now, maybe I misread that. I don't know. But, uh, you know, and now it's come trending down the other way. But I think playing at home, you know, I think that the Michigan State will, I think he'll do, Greg will do a good job of defending Michigan State. I like the opportunity here for Rutgers. To me, I, I, I'm a, you know, I'm I'm kind of twisted on Michigan. I actually feel like Michigan has proven us to not fall into that trap. This would be a typical Michigan. We're going to stub our toe against the bad Nebraska team. Now, even though Nebraska has played better since the Illinois loss, but I will say this: I, I I'm I'm not all on board that Michigan can't go into Lincoln and win. I mean, that win in, in Wisconsin was impressive. I thought it was really impressive, and I think their team is getting better. A lot of people on Syracuse, I know that. And Virginia Tech, I think Notre Dame's a team that the more you watch them play, you realize they're not as good, especially if Michael Mayer, that tight end, who pulled his groin last week. If he doesn't play, I think that really affects their offense. Let's go ahead and throw that graphic up. Good job, Josh and Stephen both. And to your point, good job by the betting market. Take a look. The number is headed towards the unranked team in every matchup you pointed out, Josh. Yep. Yeah, and this is really fishy. This is something I look out for because typically these, you know, these ranked teams, they're just going to be super, uh, you know, heavily bet, really popular plays. And typically when you're getting, you know, 80% of bets on Michigan or, you know, 82% on Michigan State, really popular spots, the line's going to move further in their favor. So maybe you go from, you know, minus five to minus six or moving up. Basically, the odds makers would say, hey, we have so much uh, money and liability on the line. Let's adjust the line to entice some betting the other way. But that's not what's happening. We're seeing this line actually fall to these unranked teams. So this is kind of that fishy type line move angle that I always like to look for. Just one note on Virginia Tech, little tip. You know, when you if you like a team and it's around a pick them, don't just automatically, you know, go into your app or walk up to the book and say, give me, you know, the pick them number. Compare the pick them to the money line. Because if you like Virginia Tech in this line move today, you know, you might see a pick them at minus 110 both sides. You might look at a money line spot, though, that's like minus 108, minus 105. So you don't feel like five cents, two cents is a big deal. But over the long run, that can really add up. But again, fishy moves toward unranked teams. To me, that's a, that's an eye-opener move today. You know, the one I can't buy into is that maybe it's, you know, I mean, they the, Nebraska beats Northwestern. We know Northwestern is not very good this year, right? You know, they, they, they took Michigan State to overtime, and, and Oklahoma, you know, they, they, they played Oklahoma uh, to a closer game than I really thought it would be. I thought that Oklahoma would have blown them out, and they played them really well in, in that rivalry. So I've been wrong on that one. But to me, I think this is Michigan, to me, is a different Michigan team than they've been in the past, particularly defensively. Yes. Particularly defensively. I think that they've improved how they play defense in terms of not taking, not playing battleship football, not blitzing to blitz. And I think they've done a better job. There you go. Josh, great job on the spot. Nailed it. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you in the next hour. That's Market Insights, Thanks, of course. Thanks, okay, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Market Insights is the podcast. Beeson.com slash podcast. You want to head to the bio next? We've got Carl Johnson. We're going to see Carl Johnson. LSU, we got everything covered as far as the SEC and Carl Johnson from Biloxi and the Beau Rivage. Next here, Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to like? That's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. Oh! OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. 
I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, a Fury Wilder 3 tonight. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, got a great promo for you. So Tyson Fury, the champ, if he defends his title tonight, you bet 10 bucks, you win $200 free for new bettors at BetMGM. So check it out. Use the code 200. What is the code here, Stephen? I don't see. Oh, VSIN 200. Okay, VSIN 200. BetMGM.com. Again, Fury defends his title tonight against Wilder. You're going to win 200 bucks. Go to BetMGM.com or download the app. You got a gambling problem? What 800 Gambler? Okay, that time you've been waiting for on a Saturday, we head to the Beau Rivage, Biloxi, Mississippi, and say hi to Carl Johnson, who runs the race in Sportsbook. There's old boy Carl. <laughs> Carl, we've got the technical issue. Frog hair. Yeah, finest frog finest hair. Finest frog hair. How are we feeling, Carl? Hey, good morning, guys. Good to see y'all. Hey, we feel great, man. It's uh, Saturday morning, beautiful on the Gulf Coast at Beau Rivage, and uh, ready for a nice day. Uh, what do we got? More Mississippi or more Arkansas fans in the? I bet we got all all Mississippi people. I saw you. I saw the picture all coming in there, huh? Yeah, Mississippi today, man. Yeah, not too many Arkansas fans down here this week. Yeah, Lane's got the house packed. Hey, Carl, when we, <laughs> when when we had technical issues, did you call the IT department or did you take care of it yourself? Hell, I don't know anything about these computers other than I, what buttons you got to hit it. At the right time, yeah, no, I, but I, but luckily I did, I just pulled a piece of duct tape off something and I fixed. <laughs> yes, we did yeah. very that well. duct tape usually works. Very, I love how duct tape works. Carl, That's right. Carl Johnson, a legend. All right, let's start LSU Kentucky here, Carl. This is your boy, Go Tigers. Kentucky undefeated. Stoops done a hell of a job with the win over Florida last week. Where'd you open? Where are you sitting right now with LSU Kentucky? Uh, let's see. So, uh, yeah, we opened at three and 52 and a half. And right now we're at two and a half and 50 and a half. And look, this is, uh, you know, my, I think Michael said it a, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my old boy, my old coach, Joe, he's on the hot seat, man. It is getting really hot. It's, uh, it's uglier than a mud fence right now for him. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, you know, I listened to some of the shows uh, this this past week from from the boys down in the Bayou, and they seem to think that if he can't win, uh, it's a possibility he might get booted after this ball game. Yeah, I, I think the heat is on. I think they realize that. Look, Ed's a wonderful story, and Joe Brady was a lot to do with the success of the national championship, and. He's not been able to fix the problems, and he's a great recruiter, and he, they caught lightning in a bottle. This is one he's got to win. I, I, I mean, like I've said all along about Coach O, when the game starts, he's, you know, he's like you and me, Carl. He's just going to watch. <laughs> Nothing he can do about it, you know? And so that's a big yeah. problem. That's a big it, problem. It is, it is a big problem, you know. And look, this is one of the better teams Kentucky's had. I mean, they, they, they pick off number 10 Florida last week, 20 to 13. And look, one of the interesting things about that game is that they converted one of nine third-down conversions, and they still beat Florida. So it, that was amazing. 
It's amazing. I mean, he's been able to do that with uh, some of the worst offensive design and schemes I've ever seen at Kentucky, and he's been able to win games down there, and I don't know how he does it, but hats off to him. 5-0 and at that place, really impressive. Uglier than, a mu- uglier than a mud fence. Carl Johnson always delivers. Let's go Arkansas, Mississippi, up the road from you, CJ. Uh, this number, I got it right now sitting five, five and a half-ish with Mississippi laying it. Yeah, we opened at five and 65. Right now we're at five and a half, 66 and a half. You know, both these teams got beat by the top two ranked teams in the country last week. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Georgia just grounds it out on you. I mean, they... I think they rushed for like 270 yards last week. But, uh, um, you know, my boy Lane, look, you can say what you want, but I was actually proud of the way he, he coached this game last last week. I mean, he, he went for it on fourth down, what, five times? I mean, he knows he, he knew he was outmanned. I mean, the only way you're going to beat a, an Alabama team is you just got to go for it. They, they just didn't get there. But uh, I was proud of the way he coached the game, yeah. Hey, Carl, let me ask you something. Now, I don't want to step on your toes here, but if I were running the Beau Rivage down at the Pet MGM, and I'd, have all, I'd give out free popcorn today. I'd give out free <laughs> popcorn today in honor of Lane. I'd say, look, everybody gets free popcorn. Lane's bought all the – and I'd send the bill to Lane and say, Lane, this is your responsible for the popcorn bill here at the Beau Rivage. He'd pay it. He'd pay it. Yeah. Right? I think, I think I mean, you're right, Michael. I think he would. But, look, they, they kicked me out of the kitchen. I can't go back in the kitchen no more. <laughs> Let's let's stay on the planes. Let's talk about let's talk about Auburn. You know, uh, of course, the, the, they're stinging. They're, they're still stinging the LSU fans. Auburn today, Georgia. Where are you at? And where's the money coming in? Is anybody playing Auburn? Yeah. So we opened at uh, fourteen and forty-five. Right now we're at fifteen and forty-seven. So uh, they're you know they're hitting Georgia and they're playing the over a little bit. I mean, those guys. You know, they they just. Uh, it's just so brutal to play against that team. They're going to throw three running backs at you. They're going to go White, Cook, and Milton. All those guys average five, six yards a carry. I mean, it's going to be a tough day for for Auburn. But you know what? That that's a that that's a venue that I've seen some strange things happen in. Uh, I mean, uh, anything can happen. But yeah, they're betting Georgia, and I I, I think Georgia's just too good to not win this football game. Hey Carl, what's your favorite? What's your favorite in-game experience? Is it Athens, Georgia? Is it Oxford, Mississippi? Where's your? What's the favorite game you've ever attended as far as campus, uh, overall? Uh, Tiger Stadium's phenomenal. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever been in it, but uh, you know, years ago I used to hold the parabolic mics. Uh, I had a friend of mine that kind of got me on that crew. And I was on the sidelines for, for all of the LSU home games. And, uh, I mean, it was so loud in that stadium, you could not hear yourself talk. It, it, right, unbelievable. So. Good one. Good and, one. And Mike, and Mike the Tiger is intimidating coming out of that tunnel. And, and brown-eyed girls singing that song. I mean, it's just it, – it's an experience <laughs> that you, – you, you're, you're in a different world when you're there. You're in a, you're, you don't feel like you're, you're in a different – you're in a different country when you're in that stadium. It's you incredible. Really do. It, it is. It, it's incredible. And, and it is a venue unlike – I mean, South Carolina used to have that same kind of game experience back in the day when they played Space Odyssey 2000 and all those little trains around and everybody was – but they haven't kind of gotten that magic back. LSU is a magical place there's no doubt Alabama Texas A&M that offense for Texas A&M here's your boy Jimbo here's your boy Jimbo I want to hear what you got to say about your boy Jimbo let's see what what Jimbo does today hey look so Saban's Saban's like 24 and 0 against his former assistants all right yeah I'm telling you right now Jimbo a lot of people may not realize this but Jimbo Fisher is actually one of Nick's best friends so I don't know if you can correlate the, the same thing with Coach O playing against his son, but Jimbo's struggling a little <laughs> bit. Uh, you know, that's a big number. We opened at uh, 17 and 52. We're at 18 and 51 right now. Uh, we're at Texas A&M. Uh, does, does Nick call off the dogs and try to save his best friend some, some face or, or, you know, what's going on here? Well, you know, I, 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 I kind of, the way Nick has, 
approached the way Nick has approached, like last week against Mississippi, he did something that I'd never seen him do before. He didn't adjust his defense. He lined up in his defense, and he let him play. He didn't try to check to check to check, which is typically what he does because he's so brilliant. He can usually get the checks, but when he plays against these fast-paced teams, he was getting caught off guard, and they were giving up too many big plays. Last week, he didn't, and I think that he's changed how he's approaching the defense and I think that'll certainly help him against A&M. But I, I don't know if he'll back off of Jimbo, but I think Jimbo's in a tough spot. Jimbo, this is, what, year four of Jimbo at A&M, and his team doesn't look any better than it did in year one right now. No, that's I, I agree with you 100%. And one of the interesting things that, that Saban said about this, and I look, I don't know why, but he said that from a personnel standpoint, Texas A&M may be the best team that they've played all year. I, I just didn't. I didn't get that. Mm, that that's not. I, mean. I, I could see that. I could see that because they recruit crazy. But I think there's something missing. I think, and I've often said that. You know, Jimbo has his rep of being a great offensive coach. I've yet not. I've really yet not seen it. I've seen. It's a rep. I haven't seen it. It's the rue, but I haven't seen the guru. You know, and and I think there's a little bit of that. And defensively, I think if you switch sides, you know, Nick might end up keeping. The, if he was coach at A and M, you would definitely that line wouldn't be at 18. I promise you that. Carl, should, would you lay the two with Kentucky today, LSU? Oh, uh, here I we actually, go. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I can tell you, I, you know, the way I call these games is uh, there's no way I'm betting LSU. I mean, I, I'm either, yeah. you know, I'm on Kentucky or I'm not touching the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm betting Kentucky. Uh, I, I, yeah. Okay. Well, if, if if it happens for Coach O, we might have to come down there and and have like a, a, a like a little bit of a of a of a, uh, a time together, a little bit of a prayer session there for poor LSU and Coach O. We might have to all get together on that one, you know. Carl yeah, Johnson. Hey, hey. Go ahead, Carl. Brian Bourbon with you. <laughs> Carl, hope they let you back in the kitchen, my man. Carl Johnson, finer than, you're finer than frog skin there, no doubt about it, Carl. That's a, that's a dirty fence <laughs> game right there. Thank you, Carl. Enjoy the day there at the Beau Rivage. Appreciate it. Have a good one. Okay, <laughs> there he goes. I don't know why. I love that guy. One of a kind. All right. One of a kind. Week six college football continues right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's the Lombardi line. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.